Welcome to episode 150 of Open Your Toys Cast, the podcast dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. And those are Mrs. McFavorite. Oh my god, it's been forever! (laughs) It is Star Wars, G.I. Joe, Masters of the Universe, and Transformers. Nice, I had a feeling you might mess it up. So I'm glad you did it. <laughs> well, you totally threw me off. I was about to be like, so we don't do the three, two, one thing anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no. That's what the 15 seconds is for. It gives it gives Lotus a break, like to where he can see where we've we're done with the small talk before the show. 15 second break. And then we're starting the show. All right, so we got a little bit of small talk at the beginning of the show, so hey, 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 what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) If you want to kick it with us, you can find us at our Facebook group at Open Your Toy, or shit, already messing shit up. I'm all nervous, I'm all nervous because the wife's on. (laughs) Nervous. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash open your toys. That's where we got lots of good toy talk going on. Um, if you want to follow along uh, with what we're talking about, you can head over to our site at openyourtoys.com. There at the top of the page, you'll find the show notes. It'll have links to everything I'm mentioning right now, as well as everything we're going to be talking about during the show. So if you want to see pictures, if you want to visit the sites where we learn about all these news and maybe subscribe to them yourself, show them a little love for making this show possible, you can do that at OpenYourToys.com. To subscribe to the show, do it through the RSS feed, through iTunes, through Google Play, through Stitcher Smart Radio. Uh, We also have a Facebook uh, page for the show, which basically we just post when a new episode is up, and that's at facebook.com slash openyourtoyscast. We have a Twitter, but it just really posts when we have a new show as well, and that's at uh, twitter.com slash openyourtoys. We have an Instagram that's at openyourtoys. I've been meaning to talk about 
talk to Vern about being a little bit more active on there. Um, as I'm going to try to be a little bit more active on my Instagram, I've posted twice in the last two weeks and that's the same amount that I posted in the last two years. So that's pretty good. Wow. Wow. <laughs> we need Mrs. McFavorite to run a social channel now right. that she's going to be back on. Because she is constantly on the socials. <laughs> Uh, and then you can, <laughs> you can email us at team at openyourtoys.com and then the way we want to hear from you but Mrs. McFavorite we still don't hear from them that's our voicemail it's 720-235-TOYS 720-235-8697 and I put you last but I'm going to I'm going to make you go first, Miss McFavorite. If people want to find you, where can they find you? On Facebook and Instagram. I'm on Twitter, but that's my political feed, so you probably don't want to follow me there. <laughs> and I don't remember any of them, so look for Jessica Spiller with one S. I was going to say, I Mrs. think... Yeah, I, I put your Facebook on here. It's slash Jessica Spiller with one S and Jessica. One S and Jessica, one S and Spiller, and I'll add your Instagram. And that's Jessica Spiller as well. Oh, actually, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> We we don't no, we don't run in the Mrs. same McFavorite. social. Sp oh, okay, Mrs. McFavorite on Instagram. Dude, right. I don't know. Like people just find me. Like, thank you, Facebook and Twitter. They're like your friends on Instagram. Follow them. So I don't need to like do anything else besides that. <laughs> um, Lotus, where can people find you, sir? You can just find me on YouTube, Lotus Stark. And also, I am in the Open Your Toys group on Facebook. Yeah, I was going to say, he is he is ultra active in the Facebook group. So if you're looking for him, that is the place you want to be. Um, and Vern is doing his civic duty, and he is down in uh, North Carolina this weekend, fighting the good fight, helping all the people ravaged by um, the devastating uh weather down there so good luck to Vern. godspeed may he return safely um if uh if we're not making a bigger deal of episode 150 well we never really make big deals of milestone episodes but if we're not making a bigger deal of it it's because our next episode is going to be our 10th anniversary episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, Lotus has reached out to some of the more active people in our group, but uh, I wanted to put this out there for the listeners because a lot of, I, I have a feeling, especially with how many people have come onto the group as of late, I bet we have a lot of people in the group that don't listen to the show and that's perfectly fine, but wanted to put it out to any long-term listeners that aren't in the group. Uh, we are going to attempt to do a live call-in show for the next episode. Um, 
not even going to do any news or anything. We just want to have people call in. So who knows? It might be a 10 minute episode if no one calls. (laughs) But uh, uh, we've got a few people signed up. Uh, Swage is going to be back for the entire episode. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Mr. Dave uh, has prior commitment so he's not going to be able to make it he sends his regards to everybody though um and then uh mrs mcfavorite you're you're gonna make this a regular thing is that right yeah nice (laughs) boy she's committing (laughs) yeah (laughs) i am i'm committing we're uh but i i am gonna be a little bit more of a behind the scenes type person just or not behind the scenes but because i still have to watch out for baby mcfavorite or pain in my butt mcfavorite uh, <laughs> i'll be mia sometimes on the show yeah yeah and i was i was like if you get bored you could turn on your gray's anatomy it's okay you know we we feel you three hours <laughs> of, three hours of toy talk nowadays might be a little much for mrs mcfavorite <laughs> Um, but yeah, so if you'd like to do that, um, uh, we are going to try to, um, calls with people beforehand, right? Make sure we can receive their calls. They have Skype, all that kind of stuff. Is that what you were thinking? Yeah. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll get that all worked out. Okay. So awesome. All right. Mrs. McFavorite. Oh, what are you drinking? I... Where did I put it? Oh, where did I put it? Uh-oh. Oh, I put it on a shelf that I wasn't looking at. Sorry. It's uh, Odyssey Beer Works, brewed in Arvada, Colorado. It's called Fluffin' Pumpkin, a toasted marshmallow pumpkin porter. It's actually not too bad. Yeah, I, I didn't think you'd like how sweet it was. Toasted marshmallow pumpkin? Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess that could go together. <laughs> <laughs> it says when the cool sting of autumn hits, warm your senses with fluffy pumpkin. A toasted marshmallow pumpkin porter brewed brewed with a hefty amount of spiced pumpkin and toasted marshmallows. Fluffy pumpkin brings the campfire treats right to your pint. Oh, it's six percent. Um, so I don't taste the marshmallow. So I really truly hate marshmallows. Yeah, <laughs> don't like say. them. <laughs> But I don't taste them. It's actually, it's pretty good. Um, Again, with porters, I have a hard time with them. I like them off the tap instead of a can because they're flat. Yeah. Uh, But it's, I like it. It's good. Nice. Nice. Uh, Mr. Stark, as, as if we even need to ask. Yeah, you don't have to ask anymore, remember? We're just, uh, <laughs> we're just, we're just flatline it at a uh, LG fridge water. That's what I drink and that's it. All right. I don't know, maybe for the maybe for the 10th anniversary episode, maybe I'll break out a Powerade or something crazy like that. <laughs> I was I was so ready to be like you're going to drink yeah, I, I should know. Yeah. <laughs> maybe burn. a Powerade or maybe a Gatorade. Ooh, oh, my God. Yeah, I yeah. was going to say, not buying the knockoff Gatorade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I love yeah. you some very Powerade. Powerade, that's my favorite. Yeah, Miss McFavorite's definitely a Powerade chick. 
All right. Um, let's see. I am drinking something similar. I didn't realize that it, it was so similar to what I was drinking last time around, but it is amazing. I am drinking uh, Odd 13 Brewings Durazang Norderler. <laughs> what? Do you that. see why I didn't read it to you when I was at the store? <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm not even going to try to read this. It is. It was just a bunch Raz- of letters put together. <laughs> Durasnador. Oh, there we go. Durasnador. Because it's a. Just l- take a picture of it. It's a luchador. Um, so it's a, it's a peach. It looks like a peach as a luchador. Um, it is sour ale with peach and <laughs> apricot. Um, let's see. This is brewed in Lafayette, Colorado. Uh, Durasnador is a pale wheat-based kettle sour aged on huge amounts of peach and apricot puree. It is fermented with our favorite strain of wild... Oh, Jesus. Sacramenses? Uh, not Mincy's. There's not an N in there. Uh, <laughs> Saccharomyces. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't pronounce that. That's interesting. That's if you like, can't pronounce it before you drink it, then how are you going to pronounce it after? I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, have a couple in you. <laughs> it's it's pretty amazing, Mrs. McFavor. Did you realize that this one 12 ounce beer was three dollars and twenty cents? No, I thought, I thought it said a dollar ninety nine. Three dollars oh, and nineteen. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I appreciate you getting it happy, for me. Happy hundred fiftieth. Yeah. All right. Let's get into some fun. Go, bro. Let's get into some toy talk here. First up, con news. TFCon Chicago guests have completely announced for this year. Um, I thought this was kind of cool, um, especially because uh, this is the first ever appearance of one of these guys, but they're doing kind of like a Titans voice thing. Uh, Stephen Keener, uh, he was the voice of uh, Fortress Max, Hardhead, Hungar, Mindwipe, Scattershot, and Scorponok in the Generation 1 cartoon is going to be there. Uh, this is his first ever con appearance, so that's dope, especially if you're a big fan of those guys. And then, uh, in the Titan class of at least action figures, we're also getting Bud Davis, and this is his first ever convention appearance as well. He was Dirge, Metroplex, and Predaking in the G1 cartoon. So kind of cool gets there. I I love when these people can get uh can get uh first timers to come out to these cons, you know. Um of course autographs and photos, the prices are to be determined. That still drives me a little bit nuts uh coming from the botcon uh uh circuit of Transformers conventions uh when you well, I guess when you were a attendee uh, uh, photos and autographs and all that were free. They were included with the with the uh, package. But uh, so excited about those guys. A uh, lot of the same guys are going to be there: uh, Flint Dill, Aaron Archer, James Roberts, 
Uh, but I want to particularly point out these two first-time con attendees. Especially cool. be- because, you know, the Titans is such a big thing. Fort Max and Metroplex and uh, and uh, uh, Predaking this year. You know, great time to get some big-ass toy signed by somebody. Um, let's see. Uh, TFCon Toronto dates have been announced. This is going to be July 12th through the 14th of 2019. So if you're uh, in the Great North there or uh, Northeast here in the States, uh, there's a good chance to attend right now the best Transformers convention out there, period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other one, not really part of the uh, four, uh, four franchises, but something I follow. So I wanted to take a shameless time to... Uh, ask people to help me um who knows maybe rock will be attending this year or another listener that might be able to help me out with this is at new york comic-con diamond select toys is going to have a new battle beast uh so these are the battle beasts based off of their uh mini mate collection and they're gonna have uh desmodius fearsome black bat armed with sword and glaive. Um, so it looks like they're just giving these out. So if anyone's going to New York Comic Con, if you could keep an eye out for this little guy for me, I would love it. I would be ever so grateful. I'd be willing to pay market for him um, just to know that I will get him. So shameless plug for me there it's a battle beast that doesn't have the uh the heat transfer symbol on it though no they don't none of the mini mates i guess don't have yeah yeah i I think i I, i'd be curious to see if that is i I assume it is copyrighted by hasbro yeah probably and that was takara hasbro kind of part because that was the main thing is you know fire water what was it (laughs) fire water wind or something like that yeah, and when they relaunched it under the uh, when they relaunched it as a new comic under IDW with Diamond Select doing the Mini Mates versions of them, they mm-hmm. they got rid of them. Like it, it's not even in the oh. comics or anything. It's not like they're not doing them on the toys. It's just not in the lore lore gotcha. anymore. Get rid of the good part. <laughs> That was the best thing because you didn't know what it was. Just like with Transformers, you just want you know you do the heat symbol to figure out what faction it is. Yeah, no, and I now don't. that was the whole purpose. You know, I mean, you always wanted to know what faction they are. Besides so. being armored anthropomorphic animals, which are two of my favorite things, the rub symbol was a big draw back in the day. Thankfully, I'm not like some collectors, some Battle Beast collectors, because almost every Battle Beast was re- released with different rub symbols. There are people that collect these same exact Battle Beasts with the different yeah. rub symbols on them. I'm like, you are mm-hmm. crazy. And there are some like insanely impossible ones to find because they were done in such sh- short numbers. No, it's it's one of those things where I love the line, but it's how I treat a lot of vintage lines. I have my two or three favorite characters, and that's it. 
you know, that's, but I am a completist with this mini mage line. Cause I think they're really cool and they're really inexpensive. So, uh, all right. On to toy news two black series figs. Uh, so this is coming from uh, yakface.com and uh, it looks like this was uh, posted on Amazon. Uh, the packaging, um, we don't have pictures of this yet, but the packaging is uh, 2.6 inches by 9 inches by 11 inches and that is almost the exact same dimensions as ooh, excuse me a uh, two-pack Legends. Uh, so this specifically references the Captain America and Crossbones two-pack. Uh, so going for 49 bucks, that would fall right in there. Um, and uh, people were first con- uh, making conjecture that it might be another one of the uh, Black Series centerpiece figures. But again that dimension, those dimensions don't really fall in line with that. So, it looks like we might be getting some two-packs and this might be... So, uh, we had talked about the uh, Hoth, Han, and Leia two-pack that is going to be an international exclusive with the cool, like, packaging like the uh, Minoc Hunt from this year. Uh, so what I'm thinking this might be is a two pack version of that set, but without the fancy packaging that they do for conventions. So this might be a Hoth Han and a Hoth Leia and a two pack version. So interesting thing to conjecture about, uh, Mrs. McFavorite, I, I don't know if you're aware, we're going to probably, uh, talk some inside baseball um, here that a lot of people know that you may not know. Uh, Lotus has never seen the Star Wars movies. He doesn't oh He doesn't ever want to see the Star Wars movies. He doesn't <laughs> care about wow. when, we, when we talk about Star Wars. So, <laughs> so you glaze over like I do. <laughs> Yeah, well, and then you've seen them and you like them and you have favorite characters and stuff like that. But yeah, when it gets yeah. into the nitty gritty, he definitely could give a shit. But no, it's it's I, I just unfortunately I just didn't see this as a kid, and um, I've tried to watch. Um, I've I've tried to watch episode four. And I don't know, it's just, it's different. I guess it, you know, without seeing as a kid, you just don't, uh, I just can't get into it. It's just, uh, I don't know. It's just boring to me, unfortunately. If we ever go visit him, we're going to make you sit down and watch Star Wars with us. I just want you to know that. It'll, it'll be a necessity. He's like, remind me to never have you over ever. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just, I don't know, it's, but, but pick, just, like, think of, like, if you never saw it when you were younger, no, and I, then I, trying I, to watch it, it's just, I can't get into it. I didn't have any of the toys, I had no connection to it at all. Well, so, and especially okay. Star Wars is even a little rough for me, you know, there is nostalgia for things that I love, um, 
I think if we did uh, uh, if we did Empire Strikes Back, it starts on such a high note, and then it kind of continues, and there's a lot of more there's a lot more drama, there's a lot more action in it too. Um, I think you might like it a little bit more, but again, I'm not here to try to persuade you, but just know that uh, your little home theater will be screening a Star Wars movie <laughs> when we're there. Okay. All right, all right. Uh, let's see, on Instagram, Hasbro did a little Q&A, and again, they probably got 500 questions and answered five of them here. Um, but this was all in regard to the uh, Siege on Cybertron Ultra Magnus that I'm ultra excited about. But um, uh, it will not come with a. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yep. It will not come with a hammer as featured in his appearance as a uh, Wreckers. Um, but Wreckers fans should keep a lookout in the line. Uh, so considering that they're, uh, they have these battle masters that are turning into weapons, I assume we'll probably get a hammer version of something sometime. Um, let's see the shoulder cannons, the combat system as an acronym will allow fans to select either shoulder cannons or G one style shoulder missiles. So that's kind of cool. Um, I, haven't seen the cannons. I've only seen the missiles, so excited about that. But again, in the comics, I know he did come with cannons as opposed to missiles. Um, let's see. The robot mode for Ultra Magnus was designed based on the G1 cartoon, of course, uh, with details from the originals, original 1980s Japanese concept art. So that's kind of cool. His vehicle mode, as we've talked about before, was inspired by R.I.D. Um, Leader Class Ultra Magnus will not have a hover mode, but MicroMasters will be able to ride on the trailer. And I have no fucking idea what a hover mode is for Ultra Magnus. Yeah, the answer doesn't give. It, that's the exact answer. So if anybody knows what Ultra Magnus's hover mode should be, write in and say, oh, really? This is one of your focus characters and you have no idea what his hover mode is? Um, oh, please do. <laughs> I would love to know. <laughs> Mrs. McFavorite loves when people can talk down to me and condescend me. No! <laughs> Just tell you something you don't already know. <laughs> Um, let's see. Peter told us something we didn't already know. Look at that segue. Hey, Peter. <laughs> uh, so the, uh, alias Angel alias posted in the group here that head replacements are being included with the second wave of the <laughs> uh, castle. <laughs> God, you're so dumb. Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> no, I just think it's funny. I just think head replacements is funny. I'm not talking about head head. You guys are going in the head head. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> uh, so coming with the second wave of uh, Castle Club, Castle Grayskull. Um, so if people remember, I don't open my uh, I don't open my filmation figures. I love them in the box. They're making a terrific display that way. Uh, 
Um, but the Triclops figure, you couldn't rotate the visor because at the factory, they painted the visor in the head and then just stuck them together on the assembly mm-hmm. line. So literally the paint fused and you couldn't do it. You could heat it up with a hairdryer or a heat gun um, and then like pry them apart, sand the paint, stick them back together, and then they would spin. Well, I love that they do this. I love that they don't just say we fucked up. They just said people encountered this issue, i.e. everybody that bought these figures encountered this issue. Um, So we are, instead of trying to identify each individual person that had a problem with this figure, we're just going to send out a new head out to everybody. So surprised they didn't surprise they didn't, you know, ask for shipping, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so good on them for doing this. This is amazing that they're doing this. This is Hasbro only did this once or twice. Uh or Hasbro, Mattel, sorry, my apologies. Uh only did this once or twice um after all of their QC issues. So it's it's good that they're owning up to this. And I like to see this because that rotating visor is the main gimmick of this figure. So, uh, and I don't like that the eye that it came with facing forward. So if I wanted to play with my toys and take them out, then I would definitely want that visor to be able to be rotated. So that is awesome for people. Um, let's see. Sail barge update. This is something that you missed, Miss McFavorite. Well, I missed out on it too, which is a good thing. I was unemployed at the time, so I shouldn't have been even contemplating it. Uh, but, uh, Jabba sail barge was a crowdfunded project that Hasbro did through a site called HasLab. So it's just basically like their own little Kickstarter. So it was for the sail bars. You remember that in Return of the Jedi, that big thing that they went out into the sand dunes to toss Luke. I'm sorry, dude, really? You're talking to me like I've never seen Star Wars before. Yes. Oh, my God. Java's sail barge. Okay. Yes. (laughs) So anyway, I don't know what the fuck he's he's talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, then flick. Direct your comments towards him. Okay, I'm just making sure, because you made some like, oh yeah, I I just slept through them, I don't pay attention, so, okay, just making sure. Return of the Jedi? I've seen it, like, I've been watching it since I was a little kid. I guess that's true, it did come out when you were three years old. Yeah, and I watched it since <laughs> I was five, or what, four or five? When? How long did it take for movies to come from theaters to video back then? I what, a year Yeah, I would say like two years at least. Okay, so I was like five or six. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. You, you were right I there. I was our child's age right now. Yeah. Okay, so, so sail barge. <laughs> that thing that floats in the desert. And then things happen over a toothy thing. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, don't spoil the movie for me. (laughs) (laughs) And then that guy that was overrated. (laughs) So, uh, so this thing went up for, uh, 
for 500 bucks. Okay, we're talking about a vehicle here, a three and three quarter vehicle. Yeah, they needed angry. they needed five thousand people to commit to buying this thing. Okay, okay. That means that if they got five thousand people to do it, they would get two point five million dollars to create this. Now, this is a this is a billion dollar company. Just let's keep that in the back of the mind. So they needed two point five million dollars to make this thing. They almost got 10,000 people to commit to 500 bucks for a vehicle. Y'all are uh, chumps. Yeah. <laughs> so they almost got $5 million for this thing. Um, but this is, this is pretty cool. Just some background for maybe people that weren't aware and for Mrs. McFavorite. Uh, so this is their third update on it. And this one is actually really cool for any type of uh, toy collector because it's showing them, it's showing how they're making the steel molds for it and testing out the uh, plastic injection molding that they're doing and that kind of stuff so um it's a short video it's maybe like one minute long uh we're linking over to yak face over here um yakface.com so uh why is it called yakfaceforums.com now maybe they lost their domain anyways mm-hmm. uh, it, it's a cool video short watch take a look at it even if you're not a star wars fan uh, let's see, uh, movie masterpiece, or it is MPM, right? That is what they're calling yeah. it. So, yeah, MPM also. Masterpiece then. movie series. Oh, that's right. Okay, so masterpiece mm-hmm. movie series, Bumblebee. I'm really disappointed to see the really janky yellow on it. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. they would do some kind of paint or, you know, put some kind of gloss on it at yeah. least. Um, this just, does not look like a masterpiece figure to me at no, all. This looks like boring, laffy taffy yellow. Yeah. Well, yeah. That looks like it's for a three year old. Yeah, it really does. It really makes it look cheap to have it unpainted. And I understand that yellow is very hard to paint, but still. They should put some kind of a finish on there, clear coat or something. I mean, it's just very children-like for probably going to be a figure that's going to cost 100 bucks or 80 bucks. But, yeah, for that much, yeah, you need to be putting some gloss on that shit. Shellac it! Shellac it. There you go. Shellac it! Make yep. that shit shine! Yeah, that's what's kind of crazy. I know that's it, not. It, I know that's not an actual thing. If we think about how long Mrs. McFavorite's been gone, she has kind of missed this whole masterpiece thing mm-hmm. that has, like, taken over. Is that over. supposed to be a masterpiece? Yeah, like, this is supposed to be the ultimate edition of this character. For a three-year-old, right? So they're doing masterpieces <laughs> for, like, the young collectors? I mean, that's what it looks like for a <laughs> yeah. three-year-old, but they're focusing towards collectors, and it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like he says, that's a that's an eighty to a hundred dollar figure. That's ridiculous. I mean, like the intricacy is is impressive just from looking at it. Just like at first sight, it's it's pretty dope. But yeah, the paint that's I don't know. Yeah, it does. It looks very uh, Fisher Price. 
I mean, even the head, even the the, the actual face sculpt, uh, it, there's there's no real detail to his head. You know, there's yeah. no line work. There's it's just. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, well there is a different mask on that secondary picture. That secondary picture looks a little bit better. Yeah, where it has his actual face and the. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Where, yeah. Which one are you looking at? Um, oh, if you scroll to the too. bottom. Yeah, scroll to the bottom. There's other the official ones. Yeah. Well, see, the Photoshop versions look amazing. Yeah, and that's a that's a Chinese. Like somebody took those at a factory, (laughs) and then, like you say, definitely photoshopped them. You know, increased the contrast and that kind of stuff. But yeah, but there's different there's different highlights though. The ones that have the black background, there's like. There's like orange. Yeah, that uh, that's what I was noticing. Well, yeah. if you look at though, if you look at the other one, it does kind of have like orangey tint. So maybe there is like maybe a little bit of paint yeah. there. I don't yeah, know. The, the official like a fire on it. Oh, look at the official uh, alt mode. There is like an orangey wash on it because oh, it's probably it. supposed to it. be weathered or something weathered dirt yeah all right which one are you looking at uh the third or the fourth white background one the one of him and the beetle on the vw i don't know i still uh... no i mean the, uh... that initial picture looks terrible but like the other ones down here they look pretty dope and that's where you actually see the shininess on it too yeah. again photoshop is amazing Exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we just got to wait until see see these uh, when people get it in hand. Exactly. That's a big thing nowadays is getting shit in hand. Uh, let's see. The Vintage Wave Three Collection is available for pre-order. Um, some of the notables here are uh, Infus Nest, the Imperial Hover Tank Driver, Range Trooper. And then the big one, the uh, fan-voted Dr. Afra. Uh, Image coming soon. The shit. Yeah. Sorry, we're just talking about it. Um, yeah. These have actually <laughs> these have actually started showing up in stores as well. People are finding these at Walmarts all across the country, uh, which is weird because they just like skipped over Wave Two. Like Wave Two, a couple people found them. And people got excited, and then as I assume people went out to look for Wave 2, they were finding Wave 3 in their stores already. Mm-hmm. Um, so, kind of curious what that might do. Um, I don't, to tell you the truth, I don't even know what the difference between Wave 2 and 3 is. Um... Yeah, well, that's because you're not, no, you're, that's just because you're not a true fan, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see, uh, Wave 2, the only difference between Wave 3 and Wave 1 is, ooh, excuse me, um, the Wave 2 has the Death Trooper. That's the only unique figure that was not in Wave 1 and not in Wave 3. So, not a huge loss, at least to me. Maybe people are clamoring for the Vintage Collection Death Trooper, but... Um, I already have that figure and I don't need it on a vintage card because it's not a vintage character. 
um, possible new Encore releases. Uh, so we talked about uh, uh, this extensively on the last show, the uh, Dino Cassettes that are the one of the most expensive figures, at least uh, in regard to Cubit plastic that's for sure in the entire transformers line uh noise and graphy are uh rumored to be coming in an encore release as well as a new frenzy deco which was kind of interesting mm-hmm. yeah this is real this is really cool i mean i don't know i mean I kind of just wish they would just put out a set, you know, and just yeah. have a whole gift set of of all of the dino cassettes and just be done with it, you know. Well, I guarantee you they will, and they're Think just so? and they're just milking the molds, yeah, you know, to get as many repaints and re- use them as this and use them as that. I mean, it's See, really that's the reason why. Ah, oh, really, they just okay. <laughs> yep, the toy industry hasn't changed that much since you've been gone, baby. <laughs> that much at all. <laughs> so yeah, I guarantee you, they're just releasing all these weird repaints and weird um, casting redecos. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, so they're they're saying it's going to be about seventy two ninety five in uh, U.S. dollars, three hundred and two. Malaysian ringgits. Yeah. So, and that's exactly right around what their four pack of their four pack of cassettes were back mm-hmm. in the day. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah. Maybe it'll just be those two. Who knows? Yeah. Since uh, the last time they did encore releases of the cassettes were shit like five years ago. Oh, well, no, they just did the, uh, well, those were masterpiece re or masterpiece redecos that they did. So, those were 120 for four of them. But I digress. Um, Super Seven shipping update. So, like we had mentioned, uh, Wave Two of Club Grayskull as well as Motu Classics are shipping. I have received my shipping notice. Um, so I also picked up a merman and a sorceress for Mr. Alias Angel Alias. So he's very excited that they're coming. Um, and so am I like, this is especially the classics. I'm really excited for, um, we get some really interesting characters in the classics. Uh, let's see, for example, all orders that are full cases, then all orders that are six figures. I don't get what that means, but anyways, mine are on my way. I'll let you know what I think of at least a couple of the characters on the next show. So I guess they're saying that they're saying that people who order full cases will get their orders first, then yeah. six figures, then four figures, then two figures. So that's that's kind of crappy, you know. Well, it's one of those things where the shitty thing that they do, and and luckily I haven't had a problem yet. Granted, I've only received two shipments from them so far. Is uh, they just literally slap a sticker on a case box and send it out 
They don't mm-hmm. like double box it or anything like that. Oh, so the, that's what you got that one day where you were like, seriously? Well, that was even worse. That was the Stridor, which the Stridor was in his shipper box. Now, granted, it seems stupid that I'm saying, why did they ship it in the shipper box? Well, yeah. the thing that Classics always did was they had a shipper box, but they put that in a regular box, you yeah. know? So the shipper box was like a double protection to keep it nice, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and now, like with Stridor, they just slapped it on that outer box and sent it. You know, if anything had to had dented it, which it didn't in my case, doesn't matter because I'm opening it anyways, it would have screwed up the packaging, you know? Well, so. but it doesn't matter, right? Because these, these are all geared towards kids, not collectors. So <laughs> this whole company is based upon uh, selling to uh, young kids. So No, see, that was Mattel's stance. Super 7, all of their things say adult collectibles on it. Oh, okay. Well, I was just making a joke. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but... I usually go into the whole fuck Maddie thing, but I think I missed something along my oh, absence. Oh, Maddie doesn't make these figures anymore. They gave the... Well, or they didn't give. They probably sold the license, considering that Super 7 raised the price so much. Um... Super 7 were the people that, uh, we went to their booth a few times. Uh, they are the people that originally started making reaction figures, those five point, like, uh, your Breaking Bad figure and stuff like that. They're the people, they started that trend and then they brought Funko on to increase their distribution now they've taken it back from Funko, and Funko's doing their own version of Reaction. It's, yeah, it's pretty convoluted, but it is not Mattel making these figures anymore. It's oh. another company. Oh. And they're an art toy company, so they are they're making them in smaller numbers, but they do seem to be a little bit more concerned than Mattel was. Um, but where Mattel wow. had, where Mattel had to make sure that every toy it sold conformed to uh, this federal regulation, like it can't be too sharp or anything like that. Super Seven labels them as an adult collectible, so they don't have to conform to things. Have to be rubber and not pointy, and a kid can't swallow it, and that kind of thing. Oh well, that's cool do yeah. they care about their do they care about qc and all that other stuff no kind of <laughs> no i'm gonna say no because just like that we were just talking joking about that head that they're gonna the replacement head where they just slap the paint together they're taking no responsibility for the uh, qc I, error I you know answer. it's just it's it's a guy like i don't buy from them but as an outlooker just someone looking into all of these these news stories that we report on it just sounds like a shitty company. Yeah. Oh. I mean, it's, I guess I see it that it's, uh, it kind of goes both ways where they're trying to make the best product they can, but when something gets fucked up, they're not going to take, you know, it's kind of like Elf. He's, they're not going to take a $50,000 loss on these figures either, you know? So mm. 
they're correcting an error that they fucked up on, but they're they weren't going to just be like, no, we're not going to ship them if they're messed up, you know. But yeah. we'll see. Time will tell. There are only two waves. There are only there are only uh, twelve figures total into it. Um, they've had some they've had some QC issues, some pretty serious ones. Um, we'll see if they learn from them or if they're like Mattel and continually have the same QC issues for five years. Um, let's see. Possible Ghostbusters masterpiece Optimus Prime crossover? What? This doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> me neither. It doesn't. I don't understand. How does Ghostbusters tie into Optimus Prime? Like I don't I don't get it. What, you don't get it? <laughs> I mean it's the seven eleven there was a seven eleven MP Prime, but I can understand that because seven eleven Japan is like a big deal. It's like a it's like a little mini Walmart, you know? So Well and they have semi trucks that probably bring yeah. their food and right. merchandise. Yeah, so that made a little bit more sense than this. <laughs> so what do you think, Miss McFavorite? This would be at least a hundred and fifty bucks, maybe closer to two hundred. Would you buy something that was an Optimus Prime with a Ghostbusters logo slapped on it? Nope. There you go. Smart. (laughs) 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 All right. Um, Hasbro Star Wars license information. So this was really interesting. This was a story that Jedi Temple Archives put a lot of work into, it looks like. Um... And, again, this isn't anything too secretive, but it really goes into the cost of what Hasbro pays Lucasfilm to produce these action figures. So every time that you bitch that an action figure is too expensive or this toy is too expensive, uh, think about some of these numbers. Uh, Again, I don't want to go into a lot of detail here. If you're curious about what they pay um, um, for this kind of stuff, then please go read the article. Uh, This goes as well if you're a Marvel fan. If you like Marvel Legends, they have to, Hasbro has to pay a royalty to make those Marvel figures that you love. Uh, So go take a look at this. Let's see. Well, yeah, it says right here, Marvel was a minimum guarantee of $80 million for that license. That's just for the, for the privilege to make the figures, not, not even what it costs to make the figures, how you market the figures, how you get them into stores, all that kind of stuff. Um, let's see. It talks about episode one. I'm trying to find something a little bit more current here. Uh, woo, woo. Hasbro yeah, royalty just... payments in 2017 were four hundred, four approximately four hundred million dollars. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy. Anyways, and that may be for all of their 
licenses. Again, I didn't read too much into this. I don't really give a shit. I mean, it's pretty amazing that they pay this much money um, to be able to make action figures and that kind of shit. But, uh, yeah, if you're into the numbers, you want to know what, you know, what kind of big money is being passed along so people can actually make figures, uh, take a look at that article. Yeah, and and just to put a you know just to put a little spin on this, you got to think this is these figures are not actual likenesses of characters. Just think about Hot Toys on what they're paying the actors and actresses for you know the the likeness. Yeah, you know, so you know that's why you're you're paying three hundred dollars for a figure. But I'm sure there's a fair amount of that that's that's going for the licensing. You know, yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, because has those companies deal with Lucasfilm as well as the see. Now I'd be curious if Lucasfilm deals with the deals with the likeness stuff, like if by Harrison Ford being Han Solo and mm-hmm. Force Awakens if his contract says hey we're going to put your picture on a thousand different items you know right. and that's just part of his contract nowadays you know I'd be kind of curious how that works so um, let's see and Something we do new as well, Mrs. McFavorite. Oh, and you're not going to be able to say this. Uh, Mrs. McFavorite, go to BigBadToyStore.com. Okay. And then at the top of the page, search Grimlock Statue. Yeah. That's what we're going to be talking about. Sorry, Lotus just posted more pictures than... uh, did that toy store had of it, so I used Transformers G one Grimlock Grimlock for twenty two fucking hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, Lotus is. Do, did you just want me to announce that? Are you serious? <laughs> and actually, I oh, guess Big wow. Bad Toy Store does have just as many photos, but um, yeah. So we talked about this on the last show. Do you get all of that? You get all of that? Okay. Yeah. Still twenty two fucking hundred dollars. And again, Lotus, how big is this? Uh, I'm I'm sure it's going to be at least I don't know what the two and a half is. feet. Yeah, I mean it's this is a large format statue, so <laughs> it, it's this is not and this is something I you know you haven't been on the show, but this is just something that we kind of talk about where you know statue collectors. There are people who buy all statues, but there's also people who just buy, you know, one one piece, you know, and then that's a focus for them, you know. Four hundred and forty dollar non refundable down payments. <laughs> yeah, isn't it crazy? <laughs> Oh, I love it though. I, I just I love her I love her reaction to all this. <laughs> Yeah, the listeners have kind of gotten <laughs> used to us doing some statue news. We try to throw some in there for uh, now that we have a a statue connoisseur. You're, oh. you're probably gonna be, you're probably gonna you're probably not gonna like uh, the the statue that I just got. Uh, it's uh, oh, yeah. no, I love looking at them. Like my favorite part of San Diego Comic Con was the slide the uh, sideshow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Holy shit. They were all amazing. But then I looked at the price tag at one of them and I was like, pictures are great. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They are, they are kind of, they are kind of pricey. No, that's just my personal opinion. Anybody who gets into this stuff, that's, that's just my personal opinion. If you're, if you have the money to do it, goddamn, for sure, do it. Well, I mean, but you know, there there is there are a lot of people. I, I do believe there are a lot of people that do not have the money, but they, because of social media and stuff, I think that they they want to feel like they're part of something. And yeah, and that, this is it's the same thing that happened with Hot Toys. I mean, I it seems like every time every little. You know, I, I think it happens with with all communities, honestly. No matter what you, whatever you collect, you know, I think there's just, you know, you get to a point where you. I, I really feel social media has a lot of pressure, and uh, that's one thing that I just don't like about the whole social media aspect of everything. Well, it's kind of like the schoolyard, you know. You don't feel like you're part of the cool kids unless you're keeping up with them. You know. I know. I just, I just wonder how it would be. In a world where there there is no social media, you would just talk to your you know your your friends you know over the phone or whatever. I just wonder if we would all spend less. You couldn't show stuff off, you know. Right. I mean, right. yeah, for sure. Um, all right, that was statue news. Where are we at here? Whoosh. We're at third party, right? So why don't we take a quick break? Or yeah. I need to take a quick break to check on her and. No, we should take a quick break. We're definitely over the uh, minute time that I put on here, but that's okay. We're going to be back after these messages with third party. These messages will be right back. Peace. Now for a quick escape on a speeder bike. You won't get away with this, Han Solo. New speeder bike with automatic speed flaps. Action figures each sold separately. Yeah. I've got you now. That chance. Bicycle's got your base. I'm in hot pursuit and gaining. <laughs> Watch this. Open speed flaps and yeah, I'm going to crash. Biker Scout, you're not all your cracked up to be. New speeder bike. Action figures sold separately from Kenner's Star Wars Return of the Jedi collection. All right, guys. Welcome back. We're going to go ahead and get into some turd party action. And this time it really is turd party action. We are talking about Stained General. <laughs> so, uh, engineer nerd, uh, Mr. John Danover, <laughs> posted this in the group. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the Deadpool. <laughs> and this is amazing. So, this is... Uh, if you if you've taken all the puns in, uh, you've probably guessed that this is a toilet transformer, uh, but not just any transformer. He's, why, a, he's a samurai. Um, yeah, but why? What? Why does it have to be a toilet? <laughs> what else is the stain general going to be? It's got to be a toilet. It literally has a turd in it a well looks more like a soft serve turd in it. <laughs> uh, comes it with the top the top of a cupcake yeah. <laughs> comes with a toilet paper accessory that can be held in robot mode which is awesome <laughs> 
um, as well as swords. So this is one twelve scale. Uh, again, we're we're looking at a post on the group here. Uh, has a uh, Legends Deadpool in there. Um, oh, this may not be Legends. This act- oh no, this isn't Legends. That's a Figma uh, Deadpool, uh, but still about the same scale. So yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, the the samurai, the dragon mask samurai look is amazing. Mm. Uh, yeah. So would you, would you get this? Are you going to get this? Like if it pops up at, you know, like a, some online retailer? Or well, I don't the, even. The problem is, is this would be anywhere from 60 to 80 bucks, which oh, okay. at this point is way out of my price range if if this was like if they made a knockoff of it or something or if it was made by a knockoff company and it was like 20 30 bucks yeah for sure yeah. i would um the toilet is a little it's it's a japanese style toilet it's not it's not very american but um because there's actually no toilet seat it's a bidet i should say it's actually not a toilet there's uh, a toilet seat there right Oh, sweet Jesus, you did not just go bidet. I don't think, I would consider that a bidet. I don't see anywhere. That's a lid. Dude, robots really need A lid lid can cover a bidet. You're right, right. it it has a lid, but there's no actual seat. It's just. It's just mm. a hole (laughs) with the turd at the bottom of it. (laughs) Oh, God, it's a sticky (laughs) job. So good, good looking out, John. That was one of my favorite posts. It's our only third party <laughs> news, <laughs> so that's good. Um, oh shit! Am I actually going to be able to get back to the show notes? Oh my god! I went so many pictures in here. Gotta have your tabs. Yeah, that's right. Oh, what the hell happened here? Like I am completely. Oh, I went so far in. I'm out of the show notes. <laughs> Like so a- let me just put this into perspective. The Open Your Toys cast show notes is my left tab, and then everything <laughs> is open to the right. right. And as we talk about everything, and when the subject is done, you close the tab. I understand. Oh, my God, he sounds like me when I'm at work. Like, okay, so this isn't hard. Let's just do this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to store report. G1 <laughs> Devastator reissue spotted at U.S. Walmart. So this is just one of many reports that have been coming in of the Devastator, Hot Rod, and Starscream. Yeah. I haven't seen any local or at least any U.S. Um, reports of the minibots yet. Have you? Right. No, no reports of the minibots, um, just basically Starscream, Devastator, and Starscream. And the cool thing about Devastator with this picture is it actually does show that it's a real, it's a, it's going to be a real, a real stocked item. And there's actually like a, uh, you know, a shelf tag and everything. So it's not going to be something that the employees are just going to toss, you yeah. know, any, it's going to, it's going to be a real shelf tag, which is kind of cool. So, so now this is uh, set week 36, which I read some article that said based on 
Walmart's fiscal year, that is uh, uh, October 1st. So that's when yeah. that's when it should be hitting in mass, I would assume. And I'm I don't know. I mean, I I could I, I can see myself getting I mean I definitely want all the mini bots. Um and I think I'll get Devastator. But as far as Starscream and Hot Rod, I don't think I'm gonna go for those. See, and just because I'm a hot rod collector, I did go ahead and get the G one of that. Um because after the last show where I realized I didn't have a G1 box. I had a weird reissue box. Right. Um, so that weird reissue box will be my opener, and then I got that again. And what I'm kind of pissed off about, and and maybe I'll just hold on to this one and not flip it around in the box like I want to do, is I'm just curious if they'll do a running change and put them in the box the correct way. I mean, if you look at it, it's taped on that one side. So yeah. what? why did they open it and then flip it the wrong way? Like, I don't understand what what QC could they have done on it? Because there's obviously double taped on one side. Oh, I didn't. I don't think my. Let me. Yeah, it's double taped on one side. The other side is single taped and one side has double taped. So they did a QC Which treatment on there. It's not really a link. It's just, um, well, we're just talking about no. Yeah. See, mine is mine is single taped on, on both sides. ends. Yeah. Oh, okay. Both, the, both of mine too, because I bought Mark Haddock one as well, because he wanted to get all of these. Okay. Yeah, both of mine are single taped on both. Sides. Okay. All right. Well, maybe that was. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't know why uh, they did what they did. They, they it looks it looks horrible having yeah. the 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 guns are exposed and like the well, back tail fin. Yeah, and it, and the big thing for me, I was like, okay, that's not huge, but the big thing is it was molded to face like at an angle to face up. Right. So right. when you put it in backwards, it's at an angle facing down. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. Bullshit. It's a total mistake. But Anyways, I'm excited though. I'm definitely excited. I, I, I want to, I think, uh, like I said, if devastator is there, I think I'm going to get a devastator. Um, and then I'd like to get all the mini bots. Yeah, and see, and I'm glad I don't care about the mini bots. All all I want is the bumblebee, and that's it. So, um, let's see. The ATDTs are starting to show up at Walmart as well. So we're at we're in that very special time of when all of the stuff um, that was uh, shown at Comic Con is starting to hit shelves. Uh, so this is the uh, very cool Imperial Walker, uh, kind of like the ATST, but it's exposed, has a rather large cannon. Um, so I'm excited for that as well. I'm a big Walker fan. Uh, the Bumblebee Soundwave is hitting I targets. I saw this. I forgot to post. I saw this. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah, at my target. Um, oh, that's weird. The link doesn't actually show the picture of it. Yes, it does. Yeah. Right, my link the, takes me like to the threat. Oh, do I just have to scroll down further? No, it's right on the, the first page. Of, it's the of picture. Cyber yeah. 
Oh, I see. Oh, yeah. Okay. My bad. I clicked somewhere. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. The sound wave doom box. Oh, and doom box. (laughs) God damn it. I am so out of the game. Fuck, I suck. I'm sorry. Wow. This is is just a remold of a sound wave we got before. They tried to make it look a little bit more 80s with putting the radio dial on there and stuff like that. Um, No need, in my opinion, to get this. Does this not even come with a cassette? It just got Doombox as his headmaster? Oh, that is. Oh, God. I thought it had an exclusive cassette with it. Mm. Interesting. Well, that makes it a super easy. Well, pass. wait, wait. It it does say. You know, I didn't really focus on it when I saw it in the store. I literally didn't even pick it up. I'm just like, oh, eh, you know, whatever. And, but the upper right hand corner does show a Bumblebee greatest hits. I wonder. Do you think there's actually a cassette tape, like a real cassette tape, in there? No, no, no they wouldn't that, do that. Yeah, because those <laughs> those. Comic-Con sets, they're the same way. They show cassettes on it and stuff. They're just trying to make it look older, you know. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Also at Target, uh, the uh, the Solo Trooper Pack is hitting. So this was something I thought was really cool. One, because you're getting Mud Troopers, you get Han as a mud trooper, which I could give a shit about, but um, you get a TIE pilot, mud trooper, uh, Mimbam stormtrooper, uh, stormtrooper squad leader, so that's the one that has the orange pauldron, and then uh, what's this one? Imperial patrol trooper. Oh, that's cool. The Imperial patrol trooper was the guys riding the little... uh, speeder bike the little rectangular speeder bike yeah yeah that's right so very cool very cool again all five point of articulation bullshit but whatever isn't that isn't that funny like in the upper left hand corner you've got the age and then you've got the e-dad which we're we're used to seeing the e-dad but now there's i-dad or i-dade yeah the french as well is that what that is yeah it's it's english spanish and french Ah, okay. So, what's up with the five point of five points of articulation? What? Oh, why did yeah, they go from like <laughs> as articulate? No, 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 no. I know five points of articulation just came out, or like their big thing about doing that was right when I left the show. What? Why? Because I thought it was like this whole we're gonna articulate the fuck out of this thing, and then they're like, nah, it's cool. Um, they did it to bring down the price point. So these figures are eight bucks a piece, and now the super articulated figures are thirteen dollars a piece. Oh well, so I mean are, that makes sense. Yeah, um, and the problem is, as much as collectors revolted against it, oh my god, I see people talking about buying these all the time now. Like, well, okay, vote with so your what dollars. don't collectors complain about? Well, that's true, <laughs> but still. Don't say this is complete bullshit and then buy it anyways. Like everybody's saying the Cyberverse figures, the new Transformers <laughs> figures are bullshit, but people are still buying them. They're not on I shelves. I restate my comment. <laughs> they buy the shit just so they can fucking complain about it. Yep. <laughs> that sounds about right. 
<laughs> well, something that people didn't buy or maybe didn't have a chance to buy, Ollie's has gotten a crap ton of Transformers. So if you mix six shot, you can not, and you have an Ollie's where you're at, or maybe a friend that has an Ollie's where you're at, you can get six shot or uh, Sky Shadow for 20 bucks a piece, or uh, even Overlord for 20 bucks a piece there. Um, they've got Octane uh, and Blitzwing and the Voyagers, and then some figures that people never saw in stores. They've got the, uh, the Walmart exclusive Deluxe Hot Rods, um, the Wave 3 of the last night, um, the Bumblebee one was the hard-to-find one there, the actual unique Bumblebee for the movie that never hit shelves. I'm like, Jesus Christ, really? Um, and then Titans Return uh, Wave 3 and 4 Deluxes. So that includes uh, some of those harder-to-find uh, Misfire and uh, Windblade figures so yeah, and, that, i mean that movie bumblebee uh the premiere for five bucks i mean i guess that's not bad yeah uh uh i have a a very close associate that is hunting these for me as well as Vern. better be hunting these for me he better have listened to the show even though he wasn't on it but <laughs> uh yeah amazing prices on these man uh drives me a little crazy about what I paid for some of these figures, but uh, Engineer Nerd and I were joking around, like, you know, that's that's just what happens. You never know what you're going to see in stores, and what you're not going to see in stores, and what's going to be on a clearance, and not going to be on a clearance, and if you really want something, you need to buy it when you see it, kind of thing. So, luckily the uh, the couple of things that I paid more than I wanted for were done in trade at a toy show. So not that bad. Uh, let's see the vintage collection tie fighter tie fighter is showing up at Walmart. Uh, so this is the big wing tie fighter that is in. So this is a Walmart exclusive and that, uh, some people find amazing vintage packaging. Unfortunately, the picture here shows one with a huge corner dent in it. Uh, again, I have this version when it first came out. I don't really care about the vintage, at least the vintage vehicle packaging. So this is an easy pass for me. I love it. Um, all right. That is store report online. MP09 reissue. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of excited about this because I was ever I wasn't ever able to get the trailer. I even missed all of the China resellers selling the trailer by itself for like sixty bucks, which kind of made me pissed. But uh let's see. Uh it was kind of weird. Uh, no one had pre orders up for it and then TF Direct put up a, a a deposit for 20 bucks that sold out like immediately. Now TF Express has them up for pre-order at 130, which 
is definitely not going to be the final price, not nowadays, considering it was no. hundred and, and even TF Direct before. Yeah, it's it's not. That's the thing is with those sites, you got to be careful because they'll ask for like a five or a twenty dollar deposit, but the prices are definitely not finalized. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, it says it mentions that this is fixed the hips. Um, the it says which was a key issue. I didn't think it was the hips. I thought it was the knees. It, yeah, the knees. Place. Yeah, I didn't. And I had MP09, the Toys R Us version, and I didn't yeah. have any problems with mine. So. Yeah, mine, mine either. Uh, I didn't have problems with my uh, Toys R Us version. So I just wonder if this is actually like the Toys R Us mold because I don't think the Toys R Us ones had issues. It was only the Takara ones. Yeah. So I'm excited. I I just I'm a huge huge fan of the Space Winnebago man. I just I love it. it to me, it's one of the coolest looking sci-fi vehicles of all time. And again, that's why I'm such a Rodimus fan. I guess. Uh, it's pretty cool, but I do remember looking at the same thing like about the same time ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's and then right. again five years later. Oh, well, yeah, and then five so, years later. So yeah, okay. <laughs> so this is MP09, and we're like on MP43 or something. Yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. Wow. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Super Seven has released an update uh, to their pre-order for the Power of Grey Skull Vintage Five Point Five figures. They heard you, bitch, and seeing this is this is good on them for this. They heard fanboys, bitch, that hey, heroes armor should be vac metalized instead of gold paint, and that's what they're doing. They're gonna vac metalize them. So that's, people better people better get out some gloves when they touch that figure. Exactly, exactly. Take it. Uh, another. I'll explain another ongoing joke, Miss McFavorite. Whenever uh, Lotus even touches his figures, he always wears gloves. And Are you so, allergic to it? <laughs> I, actually, I just bought a new box. Like Peter was talking about, you know, where do you buy gloves? Like, just go to like Harbor Freight or any of those cheap stores. I bought a, a box hundred box of a hundred uh, nitrile gloves for. Uh, I think it was. I think there's five millimeter thickness, and I got it for five bucks. So yeah. Yeah, they're super cheap. But when he does his... definitely allergic to these? (laughs) He likes to keep his figures pristine. And then, in this case, the whole reason why he brought it up was, um, especially with vac metalized, anything that's chromed, uh, the oil from your skin will eat away at that vac metalized process. Oh, So. so it's allergic to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So e- even if you even if you wash your hands, even if you wash your hands, you dry them. Your hands, uh, your skin obviously has natural oils, and yeah. that that can obviously you know, it takes time, but it can get into paint. So anytime I'm, you know, putting together a, together a statue or anything, I just I don't trust. I just don't trust. Uh, you know the the materials that are used these days. So. Um, 
and even vintage stuff. I, I don't. I just wear gloves across the board. Yeah. I get all kinds of comments of people laughing at me <laughs> for wearing gloves, but I don't really care. So He's all my no, stuff hey, is that's pristine. good idea. So are they? Are they like soft gloves or are they rubber gloves? Yeah, they're just the nitrile surgical gloves. The nitrile ones, oh. not not put on a set and throw them away when I'm done. And and some of the bigger things that we make fun of him at is he puts them on even to play with like a ten dollar Hasbro toy. It's just his thing. Well, they well, still see, have... you could have just left it at the figures, Jason. You really just got to take it that far. Yes. Yes, I take it that far with you. I take it that far with everybody. <laughs> yeah, there there's no marital rights in this either. <laughs> <laughs> or marital uh, exclusions. Yeah, no. She gets just as much shit talked about her as anybody else. <laughs> now, I, I will say, like, with my G.I. Joe collection, those, I did not wear gloves. Oh, I, so when, oh but you never opened them, right? Right. So if, if I'm talking about packaging, like, I don't I don't put on gloves to handle packaging. You know, oh, it's just okay. if I were to yeah. expose the figure, that's when I don't want to. I don't want to touch it. Interesting. I I had never asked you that. That's yeah. I'm glad that you told us that. Yeah, because I never thought about that. But you're absolutely right that it would have made if you would have said you did, it would have made perfect sense. But I'm glad that you don't. Right, so. I don't. <laughs> I think I'd be nuts if I were wearing like, the touch packages because that would mean I would never be able to grab packages in stores or any of that. I guess that's. <laughs> I could that would be a nightmare. Whipping I'd be, like, out your gloves, out my gloves. Take them out to the counter and be <laughs> handing the cashier a pair of gloves. Do you mind putting these on, please? <laughs> I'm sorry. I would really appreciate it if you didn't fucking touch my shit. <laughs> although, although if I ever buy, like, I don't buy chips very often, but if I do buy a bag of chips, I select my bag of chips. Okay, so I select them to make sure that they're not ones that are all crunched and, and smashed. Because I don't know okay. if you watch like, these people. Like that most stock people, them. yeah, they just shove them in there. They shove the shit they're... out of these chips, and it's like I don't want a bunch of you know just little chipped shards everywhere. So I select my bag and then I watch these stupid people at the checkout (laughs) grab my bag and smash it. And I hate that. So if they do that, so what I do is I stand it up. So I do not allow it to be laid down on the conveyor. I stand the bag of chips up. So it's super easy to grab the top, which is all air. Um, and if I see them grab it by the center section, I tell them I do not want it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that is some baller shit right there. <laughs> That's awesome. Jason, I, I don't ever want to hear you talk shit to me again. <laughs> they're not, not going to take my frustration. They're, they're not going to take their frustration out on my fucking bag of chips because they have a shitty job. That's not my problem. <laughs> That's what Jess, Jessica is all about <laughs> fucking people not liking their shitty jobs. <laughs> like you're the person that chose to have a shitty job, not me. <laughs> I, mean, I don't. I don't want to. I shouldn't say that. I should. I, no, I shouldn't I say don't. it's a shitty job. You know. I mean, everyone has to work. It's just I just don't like it. If I'm spending three dollars on a bag of chips, I don't want you to just smush it. 
See, and that's your problem. You're buying those high flutin fancy chips. You got to buy a store oh, a brand. A bag of like... Lay's is like three dollars. <laughs> that's how much it costs yeah, for a bag of Lay's. Two fifty. That's baller money, dog. I'll, I'll pay Lays? more than two bucks for a bag of chips ever. <laughs> All right, bring it in. <laughs> All right, next up. <laughs> oh, what? What I do with my brown? Are you looking? Are you looking at how many ounces you're buying? Because they can mess with you. No, I, you might oh. be spending two dollars, but your ounces are like seven ounces instead of a standard ten or eleven oh, ounce. Oh, no, I know. Trust me, Miss McFavorite knows. I am a, I am an ounce and penny counting mofo. Like, <laughs> I will buy ten times yeah, the amount of chips me we how need. To buy shit like that. <laughs> Fucking annoying. It's a, it's a scam. Like they run those scams where they it makes it look like it's a you know it's a dollar bag of chips. But yeah, that's it looks like it's the same size. But if you look at the actual net weight of it, it's like four ounces or five ounces. Yeah, so it's it's less than half of the two dollar bag. Exactly. All right, uh, Takarotomi Mall Limited LGX Big Blue Convoy. Um, so I have no idea where this comes from what the big blue is if it's from a show does this exclusive yeah, there you go that's where it's from all right you can't <laughs> scream like our normal mics you gotta like just raise your oh voice was that really bit. loud I'm sorry. it well no it just broke up so it's it <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the voice chip that's in this. That's the voice chip that they have in this figure. Exactly what that sounded like. <laughs> oh, here we go. This figure seems to be identical to the Lucky Draw Blue Big Convoy offered through a contest in TV magazine in 1999. All right. And no. introduced in the eHobby comics as Primus Vanguard Leader. Huh. Anyways... Uh, I like this mold. It is huge amounts of kibble, like not even funny. Um, I have the ultra mammoth version of it, of course, being an ultra Magnus guy. Um, but I like the mold. I mean, especially the alt mode is amazing. I'm a big woolly mammoth fan. So the, the, the trunk does not, does not have to stay that way, right? You can pop that piece off. Yeah, yeah. So it it's just a storing. It's just a, a you can store the trunk. Yeah, on well, his back like that. Oh, yeah. It trunk? looks like you can do that. Yeah, I never have. I have never posed it that way. I've I've just been in robot and and mammoth mode. But yeah, right, I, but in robot mode, it looks like there's a trunk sticking out to the left of. Oh the yeah, figure. yeah. You can yeah. You attach it to his back. Like that. Okay, yeah. so you could everything, you could take that off. Yeah. yeah, everything stores like he has these little like crazy like sickle missiles and stuff like that. Everything stores. It's just as you can tell, ridiculously kibbly everywhere. So there's no um so in his mammoth mode, there's no the the eyes are not painted. It looks like there's little eye holes there, but I don't see any paint. It looks like if you look at the one where they folded the trunk back, it looks like there's a slightly darker blue painted. Yeah, yeah, okay. I guess it is a slightly darker blue. There's not enough contrast. Like at least on the on the toes or the whatever yeah, you, you call them, you can see the, the silver paint, yeah. So. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's not for me. Yeah, not for me either. I suggest if if you like (laughs) if you like this mold, um, you'll pay less for an original vintage version of them that actually looks like a a woolly mammoth um, instead of this blue purpley thing. Uh, Last I heard, I haven't looked it up. The Ultra Mammoth, which was a uh, Transformers Collector Club exclusive, is going for big dollars. So that's probably not a viable solution if you just want a representation of that mold. All right, we are to what we got, and I'm excited because Lotus got something. And, oh boy! And he's been he's been not talking it up. You've actually been talking it down. I would say trying to be a little humble about it, but it, it sounds. Oh like... no, I'm I'm not. I'm definitely not going to talk about that. Um, oh, but I'm yeah. The only thing I want to talk about is. The Optimus Prime diecast, uh, the, the the diecast Optimus Prime. I don't know if you saw that post or not, but I I finally did find that find that at Walmart. Oh, the truck! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I did a little post in the group showing you know that I had a case of six, and there's only one. It's short packed, so there's only one Optimus Prime per case. And Peter chimed in and confirmed that when he saw the case as well, it was one Optimus Prime. So it is confirmed that it's one Optimus Prime per case, which kind of sucks if you are trying to hunt that figure down. Yeah, Uh, It was $6.97. I was really, really excited. I came home. I was going to do comparisons, this and that. (laughs) I put it in in my cabinet. It's literally sitting in my cabinet, and it doesn't look right, and I don't know. Oh, give me a break. It's just it like I totally amazing. lost all. But what am I going to do with it? I already have Optimus Prime in the cabinet, you know, in it's, truck mode. It's like just I have a the real. Kitsch. I know, but it's just kitsch. The box is cool looking. The vehicle's cool looking. Oh my god! Oh, I, don't, I don't have. I guess the problem is, is I don't have my boxes like in the display itself so i don't and if i take it out of the box it's just like another optimus prime now with that said it does it, it's very close to the same size as g1 prime so i am really impressed yeah um, it, it's I saw, very close i saw some comparisons and i was pretty impressed i was like yeah. jesus one i just because mine's in robot mode it's been so long since mine's been in vehicle mode i didn't realize it was that small yeah but but yeah that's that's all that's all i want to talk about you don't want to talk about your big purchase no i mean I, it's um i no i will maybe do that another time okay all right, everybody on the on the 10th anniversary show, give him shit. Make him talk about his big... I don't even know what it is, but <laughs> I'm like, I want you to talk about it. Um, but at least you got something. That's pretty good. Yeah. That breaks a, that breaks a, almost a two-month moratorium on your purchases, which I'm sure yeah. Mrs. McFavored was, would be like, oh, God, please, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, Mrs. McFavorite? Did you get anything interesting this, these last seven years that you haven't been on the show? 
Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't think you have gotten any kind of toys or anything as of late. I always get you stuff for like Christmas and your birthday. But. Um. Yeah. Wow. No, it's been a while. I don't even know. Yeah, I can't think of the last thing that you. And I just got. packed up my office. So anything that you got me, well, my Breaking Bag bad figure but that was like two years ago <laughs> yeah exactly i think the deadpool was probably the last one right oh yeah so, my deadpool so anybody yeah. who actually is friends with me on facebook um i've posted it before so i have the which, which one is it it's the one that you thought was on the 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 pooper transformer the uh, oh, no, no, no. It's just a uh, Marvel Legends. It's the one before the latest Deadpool wave, though. The one from about a year ago. Yeah, so I have that and um, on my monitors at work. I have two monitors, and it's on an arm, so you can move your monitors however. So I have Deadpool all lounging, all sexy carpet style on the little handle at my work. Like the promotional cool. material. Cause yeah. She because, well, she does like Deadpool, but what got her into Deadpool was the fact that Ryan Reynolds <laughs> was playing yeah. him. I mean, it, yeah, exactly. So, um, let's see. Um, I got some stuff, of course. Of here. course. Is Isn't she that... calling for you? No, she's just singing along with the video, but I didn't close my door. Can you... <laughs> Can you hear it, Lotus, or is... Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah, she's we... going to be the next Christina Aguilera, Britney Spears, Kelly Clarkson, for sure. We uh, Not really. I'm kidding. <laughs> we finally cut her... Oh, come on, door. Close. My headset's just not quite... There we go. Uh, we cut her off from screens today, and she about went bonkers. We said you didn't get screens until we recorded the show. And she's like, I'm so bored. I'm like, you have a thousand toys. You have more Legos than daddy's ever had in his whole life until he started collecting again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about what I got. That'll make there you happy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so a couple splurges here for me. Um, one, I had a really good interview the other week that I found out I didn't get the job for, unfortunately. But to celebrate the good interview, I bought myself the Jurassic World Stegosaurus. So loving that. That is my number one dino. So had to pick that up. Um, Hasbro or Mattel is just really killing the Jurassic Park line compared to what Hasbro did with it. I'm so glad that they picked up that. that Do you have the T-Rex? No, I don't. uh, Even though though the Stegosaurus has a play feature in it, I have the Mattel... Uh, T-Rex and it's perfect for okay. what I want and and actually I don't have it Mackenzie has it but whenever <laughs> we go to throw away all the stuff I'll take it from her because it's just a like five point of articulation T-Rex um, 
I did a survey, a 20-minute survey, and I earned a $10 Target gift card. And then this week, uh, Target had 10% off of everything with your red card. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked up the NECA. I finally saw NECA in my targets. Uh, picked up my favorite version of, not my favorite version of Jason, but my favorite movie from the Friday the 13th series. I got the Jason Part 6, Jason Lives. Um, and then, like you, Lotus, I got the G1 Diecast Optimus. Oh, Cool. And did you find it at Target or Walmart? Walmart. I don't okay. even know where it'd be at Target. I mean, maybe it'd be the. It's in the same right. section where the NECA is. You know how okay. they have that whole wall. Yeah. Oh no! I did. I saw. I saw them at Target first. They had. They had one of the movie primes, and then they had one of the Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll yeah. have to show you this, Mrs. McFavor. Maybe you'd like a Ghostbusters version one. The Ecto one is awesome. It really yeah. is. Yeah, okay. and like he says, they're super cheap. They're only seven bucks, and they're good size. I mean, it's a, it's not like a Hot Wheel. It's a good size, very detailed, like diecast model, essentially. Uh, but yeah, I found mine at Walmart. Uh, the case was all broken up by then, so I couldn't tell. Okay. I mean, I assume like you're saying that it's one per case. Um, but I love it. There's some. There's some details on it that I'm not quite sure why they did. I'm not sure where the reference is, like the handles on the side of the truck. Yeah. Like, I'm not quite sure where they're getting some of the detailing. But to me, I love it. But again, I am a much more eclectic collector compared to you, Lotus. You have very specific specific views and specific ways you like to display your toys and your collectibles so but it'll fit right right in with some of the other stuff i have on my shelf for my optimus primes so Mm -hmm. that's it not doing too bad um all right why don't we go ahead and take one more break because i think we've been back on for about an hour Oh, no, less. Oh, quite a bit less than an hour. But let's go ahead and take one more break and then we'll come back with uh, listener feedback and questions and grab Bizag. She's got like a Homer's in his woohoo. She's just glad it's almost done. Introducing Blaster. He looks like an innocent radio, but transformed is the powerful Autobot communicator. The Transformers, each sold separately. All right, guys, welcome back. Uh, something I missed in uh, that I had put a note in what we got was uh, I should have received my punch counter punch from Amazon, um, but I didn't. I got a delay notice, and it's kind of bullshit. Like, the delay notice is, hey, if we don't hear from you in the next three days, we're just going to cancel your order. Um 
user experience would say it should be the other way. It should be like, if we don't hear from you, we're going to assume this delay is okay and ship it when we get it in. Um, but uh, I'm sure you've seen some people have already received them. And just like good old Mattel, the shoulders are reversed on them. Um, so not as bad as a uh, reverse shoulders on a master's figure. Um, you just have to loosen some screws in the chest and kind of pop it open and reverse them. Um, there is a link in the show notes for the shoulder fix. If you have received your pound, your punch counter punch already, but just wanted to bring that to people's attention that, Hey, if you did order them and you're like, where the hell is he? And you just don't pay much mind to your email they did send out an email that says within the next three or four days you need to confirm that the delay is okay or we'll cancel your order so uh listener feedback and questions this is actually from the last show and completely missed it because i switched hosts and i didn't realize that my email didn't switch correctly and had some issues so i actually wasn't getting uh notifications from the group or from the website for about a week so i totally missed this this was from triple a before our last show he says hi guys not long ago i was talking to lotus about hasbro's power of the primes figures and he mentioned that those toys suffer from cheap hollow plastic Speaking of cheap toys in the modern day and ridiculous price tag, in my opinion, those FSS G.I. Joe figures and vehicles, uh, in my opinion, so he's saying that those are cheap. They shouldn't be $50 for a three and three quarter figure and 75 to 100 bucks for a vehicle, not to mention the secondary market. Other toys like this come to mind are Super 7 Reaction Figures and Funko Pop Bobbleheads. Those companies are scalpers and laughing all the way to the bank. It probably only took $1 to $2 to produce those in China. In your opinion, what are some toys that are totally not worth the money? Um, so I'll, I'll go first just because I do want to defend the club slightly. Um... The cost on those figures are actually only uh, 28 bucks or something like that, and then you add shipping. Um, their shipping is ridiculous because they don't do a lot of it. Um, they also had special boxes made and blah, blah, blah. Um, still, 28 bucks for a three and three quarter figure is ridiculous. They're done in a very low quantity at Hasbro's factory. And so it's a factory that's used to churning out hundreds of thousands of figures. So for them to do this very low run, they're, they're definitely charging a premium on them. Um, but yeah, 50 bucks and a hundred bucks are a little high. Even the, even the, uh, uh, Dreadnought Stinger, which came with Heart Wrencher, that was only 65 bucks plus shipping. Um, now the secondary market's a whole nother thing, like people go crazy for them. So they are expensive, but not as bad as you're making them out to be, Peter. Um, yeah, like, 
the Funko and stuff like that. To me, those are overpriced. Same thing with the reaction figures. Those reaction figures don't have a ton of paint on them. And for not being, not having that much articulation, I mean, it's literally five, it's six pieces that get stuck together in a factory and get painted. Um, those are, those are kind of crazy. As far as overpriced, though, I mean, we talked about it early in the show. I would have said that the Star Wars five point of articulation figures are overpriced. Um, but now we see what the licensing costs, you know, so that's, that's got to impact that pretty dramatically. Um, God, I, I mean, I would say some more of Funko stuff, but again, they're making these low run numbers, uh, like those Savage World 5.5s. You know, those things are 15 bucks a piece. And then the same for a Masters 5.5 is $20. So is that the license impacting that? Or they just know they can sell it for that price? Um, again, uh, when it comes to like the classics figures, those were only 25 with Mattel. And now they're 35 through Super 7. So is that a difference in the factory? You know, was Mattel able to get a, a better price on them? Um, I mean, one of the big ones out there that I think are very pricey, but it's still extremely good quantity and low numbers are the Mythic Legions. I mean, those are 35 bucks a piece, you know? So I don't know. I think it's... <laughs> I don't think there's anyone out there raking people over the coals um, on purpose. I think people are trying to put out a, a product that makes them money. I mean, and that's what businesses do. Um, I would say based off of some conversations that uh, Skullface has had on his sit-down Saturdays, that third party is overpriced like crazy. Um, they're not paying any licensing fees and they're producing these, um, it, and for some companies they're producing them in their own factories or, or in factories that they have relationships with. Um, in one particular sit down Saturday, he talked to a guy that says that third party companies are really price fixing shit. You know, that if you try to undersell or you try to do this, you're going to get retaliated against. And there's been companies that cut people off for selling their stuff too cheap and that kind of thing. So, I mean, I would say, if anything, third party is overpriced, in my opinion. But that's kind of my thoughts. Lotus, uh, anything from you? No. I don't really buy stuff that is not worth the money anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I mean, I guess my, my conversation with Peter on this was just in relation to, you know, the, the quality of Hasbro, you know, figures kind of, you know, we starting with classics, you know, we had a nice good quality then, you know, throughout the whole chug line, we were starting to see a little bit of, you know, degradation on the, on the quality and then you know once we hit i don't know maybe after the 
towards the end of the generations line, I think that's when we started to see more hollowness, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in the figures. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I don't, I don't really have too much to add to this. I don't really know what other toys. I just, I just don't buy enough retail stuff to really contribute to that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I would maybe say Lego is overpriced. I mean, they, they've been making, yeah. They've been making the same bricks for, you know, I don't know how long, and you're still paying 10 cents a brick for them, you know? Well, because now you're paying for the, you're paying for the licenses now for anything. It's the same thing as any, anything that we're paying for, for Mackenzie's clothes is we're paying for the license. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because everything has to have a character on it. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say good. I mean, this is just my personal opinion. It feels like about 70 plus percent is the license that we're paying for. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Or just the whole idea of it, because even her friends, it's not necessarily a license. It's a Lego line, but they're like, your kids are going to bug the fuck out of you until you buy a hundred dollar hospital. Well, and see, and that's what's crazy is we talk about licenses, a a thousand piece Lego set from Star Wars costs the same amount as a thousand piece Lego set from their own IP. So that's where it gets a little iffy, like, you know, so you have stuff that they obviously have to pay a huge licensing cost for, but then their own IP, they charge the same amount for that stuff, you know? So, so a lot of just like what the market will bear, you know, kind of thing. Cause I think that, if, if they had Ninjago was half as much as star Wars, then parents would just buy Ninjago stuff. But then, you know, they wouldn't make their money back on their Star Wars license. So well, exactly. There's there's recoup every there's recoup plans everywhere. Yeah. It's the same reason why when you were working at the hotel, your uh your uh price line and everything was five times more than if you just walked in. Yeah. Exactly. You were gonna say something, Lotus? Uh yeah, I forgot. <laughs> Sorry. We're we're good on stepping people stepping on people. I just, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't important. I usually get stepped on, so I'm <laughs> impressed with myself. All right, grab bag Star Wars movie slowdown. So Bob Igor the Iger, uh the big guy over at Disney says that it's all his fault. Uh, He made a bad decision putting out one movie a year, and that's just too much Star Wars. And he's absolutely fucking right. It's just too much Star Wars. Even a Star Wars movie every two years, I could see me getting excited about. But one every year has just been too much. So it's not often you see a CEO say, hey... This was a decision I I made. It was the wrong decision, and we're going to pull back on this. So it'll be interesting to see how much they do that. But uh, I thought that was that was really good that he 
took responsibility for it and put it out there that said, hey, we're, you know, especially after Han Solo, I think is the lowest grossing Star Wars movie ever or something like that. It's something and ridiculous. I liked it. And see, and lots of people loved it. Vern loved it. Uh, uh, AAA loved it. I just don't like heist movies. And it was a heist movie. So I think if I liked heist movies, it would have been fine. But it was just a, it was a genre I didn't like, you know, so. But, okay, so taking it out of the heist movie, did you think that the movie was okay? Like, oh, at all? yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I thought it was okay. I didn't have a problem with it. Like, I'm like, it, but it's also one of those that I'm not going to run out and buy it on, on Blu-ray, you know, maybe when it's on sale during Black Friday, I might pick it up. But, you know, whereas Rogue One, I was pretty excited to get that. I liked Rogue One a lot more than most people did. You know, I liked Force Awakens a lot more than most people did. But, yeah, Solo, again, it it's the heist part of it. I'm just not, I'm not into movies that, that are all about how to steal stuff, I guess. Um, something that's really cool though, um, a film school in Orlando, I believe it was, uh, decided to take Ralph McQuarrie's concept art, which is one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, if there's anything I collect, it's, it's every single toy based on a McQuarrie concept, um, took his art and created a, now, and this is the original title for Star Wars, The Star Wars Trailer. Um, and they did a pretty damn good job of it. I mean, there's a few cheesy parts, there's a few bad animations. Draft the Star Wars screenplay. Sorry, sorry, oh. sorry. Ah! Uh, so yeah so there's a little taste of it (laughs) that's gonna stay in the show (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but it looks pretty good and if you again if you're kind of a noob to Star Wars or never really uh, never really looked into the concept stuff go go watch it it's only like a minute and a half trailer or something like that um, go check it out they do they do justice to Macquarie's art that's for sure um, let's see now uh, I wasn't going to play that one, but I do want to play this one, Lotus. So sorry, you're going to have some editing here. Um, Just because I haven't watched this and you might have a dog in this fight. Um, Transformers also put out a trailer for their new uh, arcade game. It's a movie-verse game. So it's called Shadows Rising. And we're going to go ahead and play the audio of that well we're gonna watch it you'll hear the audio of it and then we're gonna come back and take a look at it transformers shadows rising is an action-packed hit new video game from acclaimed arcade game developers sega and leading toy brand hasbro 
With global brand equity over $4 billion, Transformers is a blockbuster franchise that attracts a huge family audience. In Transformers Shadows Rising, players team up with movie stars Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and Sideswipe to stop Megatron's evil plan. Designed to be easy to join, players must battle their way across the world in this fast-paced adventure game using a simple controller. Brand new Hyper Energy Tech Lever brings more interaction to the game. Players can collect Hyper Energy Tech Cubes, then use the cubes by pushing the lever up to unleash a devastating shockwave to destroy multiple enemies, or pull the lever down for a defensive force shield protecting them from the enemy. The fun-to-use rapid-fire blasters with force feedback deliver the perfect sensation of using a Gatling gun, laser rifle, and even the mini-missile launcher. Best enjoyed with two players, the game encourages friends to team up and take on the evil Decepticons. No. So I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty excited about that. Really? Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of, of the Bumblebee one that's out in arcades now. Uh, so, is, so is Little Miss McFavorite. We went and did a all-you-can-play-all-day at a place called Gameworks here. And we sat there for an hour and beat Transformers. Yeah. So, or beat the last version. The Bumblebee one? Yeah, the Bumblebee one. Yeah, yeah, I, so, I beat that one at Dave & Buster's. So, I mean, it's fun. Um, I know. The yeah. video's hilarious that it it's more of a commercial for people that own arcades, you know, showing the width and the height and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, it's, uh, it, the, the video itself was a little bit monotonous. Wow. It was just like... It was a guy that really, really wanted you to be so super excited about it, but he just wasn't excited about it himself, so it wasn't very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> but it does. I'm like, I can't wait to see that when we go to either GameWorks or Dave & Buster's. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, this, this, format, this format of this this exact cabinet it has been used over and over. So they they also have a there's a Walking Dead cabinet that's like this. Yeah. Oh yeah. We've we well try that one. Little Miss McFavorite hasn't because she doesn't like zombies. But okay. Okay. But yeah, but yeah I, mean, I mean they have you know, the locomotive, or which is like the uh, Indian based one where it's an Indian safari. Um, but yeah, I mean, what our family is a huge shooting game family. I mean, we love shooting games. It's so funny to see Little Miss McFavorite now. Now they have the big, huge rifle ones for like Rambo and Terminator. Like to see her try to hold those big old guns <laughs> and try to reload them. Uh, so these sit down cabinets are a lot better for her. Like we beat the Jurassic world or jurassic park one whatever one it was so but yeah i'm excited for it cool uh let's see i also had each one has a sub story here because i wanted to get through these uh idw go bots so with the ending of Transformers, they've got to they've got to fill their lineup somehow. So um, 
This is from the artist and writer of the G.I. Joe Transformers crossover, which is good and bad. I really liked the story. I still don't like his artwork very much. It's uh, Thomas Gioli's, I believe, mm-hmm. uh, that's doing it. Uh, this is due out in November. Uh, so cool that they're making a GoBots you know, comic. I, I dig that. Um, again, just not a huge fan of his art, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and Motu Shira Princesses of Power trailer. So here's some more work for you, Lotus. I'd like us to watch this too, because then you can comment on this as well. Um, so we were going to go ahead and play that right now. Adora. Who are you? What's going on? Balance must be restored. You do not yet realize the power you have. The time has come to show you your destiny. You will. For the honor of Grayson! she and the Princesses of Power. Adora. Who are you? What's going on? Balance must be restored. Not yet realize the power you have. That was awesome. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. That's. I don't know how. I don't know. The I'll see how I like the animation, but. Yeah, because if you like it, this is something we can maybe watch all together. <gasps> I'd be so happy. Yeah, I I love it. I I that little teaser trailer makes me ultra excited um again it's it's the new style it's got that kind of japanime or anime i shouldn't call it japanime anymore that's the <laughs> term but it's got that anime look to it um but they're staying pretty true to the original designs at least of adora and shira uh I like that she has bloomers on, that she's not just wearing some mini skirt with panties like the old one was. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the Horde. Um, I am hoping, I I think there's been a lot of talk that there is going to be the Horde in this. Um, but yeah, what, what did you think, Mrs. McFavorite? I thought it was pretty cool. I, uh... It it threw me off for a second until I figured out, or until you know, learned what it what it was. It was pretty cool. Did you like watch? It. Did you watch Shira back in the day? I didn't, but I uh, I knew about Shira, and I had a swim teacher whose name was Sheila, and she looked just like Shira, so we called her Shira. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, um, Lotus? I probably watched it, just not religiously. Yeah, maybe caught an episode here or there kind of thing. Yeah, I knew enough about it. All right, sorry. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're all good. You're all good. Lotus, what about you? Do you watch any 
cartoon stuff. I know Vern is just like, he watches no cartoons. No Family Guy, no Simpsons. He wouldn't even watch Zorn, which was like live action cartoon about He-Man, essentially. What about you? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't really watch. So I used to watch Family Guy religiously, but mm-hmm. then it just got to a point where it was just, it seemed like it was the same thing, you know, over and over. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, same thing with The Simpsons. Like when I was younger, I used to watch, watch The Simpsons, but I don't know. I just don't, uh, I, I just, I don't watch cartoons. Uh, what about Rick and Morty? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I do, uh, but yeah, I, I I definitely watch Rick and Morty. Um, yeah, absolutely. See, but, that's one we got to try to tempt Fern with. Got to be like, you got to watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, it is literally '80s references. You know, '80s pop culture. You know, like it's, Rick and Morty is the only. It's the only show that I will watch like in repetition so you know like if i'm bored one day i'll just throw it on um you know that that kind of a thing so because i I think there's a lot of there's a there's there's a lot of stuff in that show like as far as like even in the backgrounds to look at stuff that's happening in the background yeah so um yeah but no i just don't i don't watch cartoons normally this wouldn't be anything that i would even watch i mean even these these little transformer mini episodes, I, I just don't I don't watch. Oh really? Oh really? You didn't watch any of those, huh? Even now that you could watch them all together, like in one bit, like essentially a movie, you haven't no. watched any of them. No, I haven't. Ah, uh, you should. It it's pretty boring. Like you could have it on in the background while you did something else, but. You should watch them. It's 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 interesting with what they're doing because again they're just there to sell toys. Um, and last story here: Mattel launching its own film studio, Mattel Films. So it's trying to get into. Uh, I didn't even realize it. We watched. Uh, we started watching My Little Pony the movie today while Little Miss McFavorite was helping me fold her laundry. And theirs is All Spark Films, or All Spark Entertainment, is mm. what Hasbro's is called. I knew they had a, oh. a studio, but I didn't realize it was called All Spark. Um, so yeah, Mattel's going to do the same thing. So maybe we actually will see a He-Man movie if they have their own goddamn studio. Um and matches a similar effort by, oh, wow, Hasbro Studios has been around since 2009. That's crazy. But, uh, yeah, so that is episode 150, come and gone, just like that. Man, I'm glad, I'm glad we got it down to two hours, you know? I know, I know, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so next episode, 10th anniversary, please let us know if you're interested. Reach out through one of our socials, through email, any way you can. Uh, We would love to have you on. Um, I don't think I've even talked to Lotus about this, but uh, what I'd love to do is do just like a little mini interview with people that call in. Uh, we'll provide you the questions ahead of time, but just easy stuff like, hey, what's your favorite piece in your collection? When did you start listening to us? You know, nothing like 
nothing that you're going to have to like tear your hair out or be scared to be on the show because we're going to put your feet to the fire or anything. Um, but just to find out a little bit more about you, the listeners, I mean, you're the reason why we came back in the first place. Um, you're the reasons why we started this in the first place. You know, I felt, I felt one of the, one of the most popular podcasts I was listening to wasn't listening to their listeners. So I started my own freaking podcast. So I want to make sure we are listening to you. And I, 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 I want you to be internet famous. We're going to make you internet famous. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> not really <laughs> so the date of this is october 7th oh yeah sorry october yeah. 7th uh 6 p.m eastern time is when we normally record um if you're not going to be available at that time record a voicemail for us i know people don't like to do it do it call the voicemail, leave a message. It's a three minute limit. So come on, you can, it's been 10 years. We've been putting these out for you. You can call, leave us a three minute voicemail. If you can't do that, text something in, email us, comment in the group. Um, we're going to start a comment thread, uh, sometime in the next week or so. Um, so it's not the day before like we normally do, but, uh, we want to hear from you guys. You know, I know we don't have quite as many listeners as we did back in the day, back when we were live and strong and going to cons and reporting news faster than some of the news sites, but we want to hear from the diehards that are still with us. So, we love you, mother fudgers. So we'll see your asses sooner rather than later. But later rather than sooner. Peace. Peace. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
Silence, silence. 